2: So, we're here. In your ears. We try to be professional.
1: I I lose my sleep. We are here and we've got something fun to announce.
2: We really do. We are getting back in the events business. So, to celebrate the end of our lovely first season of the Cookbook Circle podcast, what are we doing, Hannah?
1: We are holding a little intimate celebratory
2: supper club. Oh, sounds sexy.
1: (laughs) means actually, for all of our (laughs) friends of the podcast in Dalston, in London at a cafe called Brunswick East which I used to work at and I love very much, on the 27th of October and we would love everyone to come along.
2: Please, we'll be cooking up some of our Favorite dishes from the podcast to share with you guys—the best ones, obviously. You might you might not see the pasta that gave me a breakdown from Jamie Oliver's book.
1: No artichokes, and I can't even guarantee that you'll see ratatouille because that shit was labor intensive.
2: Yeah, the rat from ratatouille. remy will make an appearance.
1: Well, hopefully not actually. No rats. <laughs> no there'll be no rats there's lots of food there'll be lots of kind of sharing pleasures. veggie friendly and yeah we'd love everyone to come along the tickets will be on the website thecookbookcircle.com or you can get them through instagram as well at cookbookcircle and tell everyone bring a friend
2: bring a bottle bring some ratatouille don't you don't have to bring ratatouille we're doing the cooking you're doing the hanging out we know a lot of you aren't in london and might not be able to make it so if you want to join in on the day on the 27th of october please cook something that we've cooked from the podcast the recipes are on our website um and we'd love you to to have a go and tag us to join in the celebration because we love you guys too and we're sad you can't be there 27th of october in london tickets on our website or on instagram Bye.
1: Bye. hello and welcome to the cookbook circle podcast i'm hannah and i'm victoria and we've set out to review the uk's most popular cookbooks those that you probably have at home and haven't opened in a while we take one cookbook each episode to cook from and to stress test digging out their best recipes bringing them to life again and hopefully inspiring you to do so too Anna. Hi, Victoria.
2: How are you? Uh, wonderful. How are you? Oh, fabulous.
1: I'm superb.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, look at us—a bunch of lovely, superb, wonderful, optimists. people. Liars. <laughs> <laughs> Liars. Like, is there any better answer to "How are you?" than "Wonderful"? Thanks. <laughs> Just fucking wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It has to be li- delivered with like a heavy level of sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. What you um? What, what you've been watching, reading, looking at, thinking about? Well, about.
1: I've been dreaming about and watching something <laughs> that I probably shouldn't, which is...
2: <laughs> okay, do I need to call the police? No. This is being recorded, literally.
1: <laughs> no, I can't stop watching barbecue shows, barbecue TV shows, <laughs> because, which is strange because it's obviously not vegetarian friendly at all. But basically it started with my flatmate one time like i finished work I watched, <laughs> he's your
2: gateway drug <laughs> he's
1: been my gateway drug finished work and he's watching this show called the american barbecue showdown on netflix oh yeah i've watched it have you all of it
2: uh well i say i've watched it my husband watched it and i saw bits of it as it was on as i was coming in and out of the room
1: it's so good because it's like the bake-off For barbecue,
2: yes, that's exactly what it is (laughs) because it's
1: equally as dramatic and everything. But like, one of the judges is like, she looks like a soccer mom, but she's absolutely savage. She's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She apparently has been like seven times world barbecue champion or something ridiculous. Yeah, basically, it's just like it's exactly like Bake Off. It's all these contestants, I think there's like eight of them, and they all get challenges like to make like a barbecue sandwich or some particular kind of dish and it's just amazing like I feel like Texas barbecue and that proper like American barbecue is just something that I would probably break vegetarianism
2: people would like it just looks so good you might have to if you were in texas like.
1: yeah yeah i think i would have to because it's just like the level of care that goes into it and it's so like slow and low and like they just like know exactly how it should be and oh my god and it looks insane and you know when they're like basting it and stuff as well yeah we've spoken before about sandwiches a lot but we, love, we them. love them and we think that a lot of people don't do them that well but I think a lot of the ones that they do on that show look insane like they really think yeah about like where the sauce should be in the sandwich all this stuff it's so America
2: good. is so good at sandwiches like yeah like off the charts I don't know why there's not more American style sandwiches yeah when you go into like a deli in the States and like all oh, their sandwiches named after either like famous people or like regulars in the yeah, yeah. in their shop and it's like I need more of that in my life so anyway
1: good. but it's always like, yeah, I was saying this to you the other day, wasn't I? It's always really soft white bread that they do their sandwiches on. Yeah. It's none of the stuff that we do here of, like, focaccia and, like, sourdough and all that shit. It's just, like, no. Yeah. Soft, soft bread. And then it's all about, like, yeah. the fillings.
2: Submarine rolls. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: And then, because I'm really into this, I still haven't finished it. I just have been watching lots of it. And then I started watching the Chef's Table Barbecue season. Yeah, night, so
2: good. Which
1: is so so good as well it's not all barbecue right sometimes it's cooking in like a pit in the ground it's all about like kind of cooking with fire
0: and yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: but that is also incredible. If you haven't seen that anyone, then please do watch it because it will just make you want to go to all of these places. It's just yeah.
2: amazing. Because oh. I think that's the, the, they're the best ones of Chef's Table, the barbecue ones, because they're like the milk bar one or yeah. the ones where it's like it's not super, super fine dining. It's just like this really interesting, yeah. casual chef who has an interesting story, but whatever. it's It's all shot so beautifully. And it's food that you can actually imagine yourself eating. Yeah. I think that's it, rather than going to, like, you know, having to fly to Sweden to go to Norway to get into the mountains or wherever that one is that they do. And then it's like, that's great, but I'm never going to eat that food.
1: No, I know. Because one of them is, like, quite an older lady, I think, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see her like she gets up really early. I think she gets up at like one a.m. or something to start the barbecues, and like people are queuing by like eight, and it's just this amazing tradition. And it looks so delicious. She's like mopping all these bits yeah. of on the barbecue with sauce. It's just incredible, incredible food. I totally agree. That is like some of the best like chef's table stuff because chef's table is already wanky enough <laughs> yeah. without it being about fine dining as well. It's it's a bit more real when it's those kind of people actually
2: also the thing that's good about barbecue showdown (laughs) and and me and chef's table as well Mm. is that it's i feel like some of the barbecue shows that have come before it that are similar you feel very like tox- toxic masculinity yes. well you know it's all like big beardy men with with yeah. beer bellies like shouting each other and telling you like fuck you i'm better than you <laughs> but then barbecue shit isn't like that at all like there's there's people from all over the country yeah. and they're from all different backgrounds yeah. and um they're just great and like they they take the piss out of each other a bit right like there's the yankee ones that are from the north yes. and then the Seriously. the ones that are from like barbecue country but i think um yeah, it's not about like, oh, who's who's got the biggest dick basically it's what about so who's true. best at the cooking yeah
1: they all have these amazing southern accents as well they're so good anyway it's great yeah please watch it let us know what you think
2: but no spoilers for hannah
1: i'll let you know if i break and eat meat but i'm not gonna do it i would just, i would do it if i was there right like if you went to one of those places there's just no way you could be like oh can you put some halloumi on there
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you have anything for veggies they're like yeah just the texas toast <laughs>
1: I feel like I'd get like run out of the plate. But
2: Yeah, you've been queuing since 8 AM. But
0: <laughs> there it is.
2: There's my butt. <laughs> um That is not what we're here to talk about today. What? It's not? <laughs> my butt. My butt or BBQ showed up. <laughs> we have a new cookbook a new to cook. talk about for a whole episode. Are
1: oh, we staying in America?
2: We are staying yeah. in America. Thank you god <laughs> no
1: france
2: i'm joking i love you paris um yeah. we're in america this is a book that's only about baking yes. right like it's a, a baking book and we haven't done a baking book on the pod before so that was exciting so the book is dory greenspan baking from my home to yours oh,
1: so cheesy isn't it
2: it's so cheesy i love it <laughs>
1: From my home to yours.
2: You can imagine it like coming across the screen on like yeah. a... Da, 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 da. <laughs> With a lovely like... like flourish font. <laughs> yeah. And like a pinny. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dusting some confectioner
2: sugar. <laughs> yeah. Like a pinny. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so <laughs> not, pure. Not enough of that. You don't get that on the barbecue show now. No. <laughs> But I'm excited to talk about this one. Me too. It's, it's just a little bit different for us. It
1: really is. And I feel like I, even though baking is what I would do more of, I don't have many like solely baking books. You'll be shocked mm. to hear that the only other one that I have is <laughs> cookbook. Oh, no way. <laughs> Sweet, which is possibly my favourite cookbook ever, just because it's just very, 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 very good. But
2: do you think we might have mentioned Otelenghi in every single episode of this? Of this season of the podcast? Possibly. But I think it would be me, not you. (laughs) Yeah. I I try to be polite by saying we. (laughs) But you know. But I mean you. You called called yourself out there. You know,
1: I'm a big fan. He's your guy. Yeah, my main man. But yeah, all that's (laughs) to say that that's my only baking book that I have. So I think that it's still rare to just have a really good standalone baking book so that's why it's interesting to talk about this
2: yeah and it's a chonker uh but we can get on to that should i tell you a little bit about dory greenspan please
1: do i don't know anything i was all. gonna say do
2: you know anything no nor did i and i think that you know maybe my intro about her might be might feel disappointing because she's no elizabeth david she's not scandalous no there are no lovers Damn. <laughs> well that i know of
1: um she does share her name with a famous fish though so that's nice <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i mean
1: we'll take what
2: we
0: can
2: get that's it yeah i i feel like she's the most well-known slash respected like pastry chef that we've never heard of sash didn't know anything about Mm. which is quite interesting when you read about her but also understandable when you read about her so she's born in brooklyn new york before it was cool i saw her Uh. say (laughs) before it was cool in 1947 Oh. she talks a lot so I've listened to some podcasts with her and I've read some interviews with her but there's not that much usually when she brings a book out there's not that much okay. otherwise but she talks a lot about how she didn't learn to cook until she got married Oh, but she did get married at 19 ah, okay. and she's still married to the same person wow. so only one lover that's
1: statistically very unusual
2: yeah she was in college yeah she got married at 19 to her husband who she's still married to she talks about how she didn't cook until she wasn't married because when she was like 13 or something, her mom and dad wouldn't cook. They weren't in a, she didn't live in a family where they cooked hmm. very often. It was just a lot of, I think, ready meals okay. and, and things. And she had her friends around one night when her parents weren't there and they were hungry. And so she decided that she wanted to make french fries but she'd never seen anyone cook before she talks about how she didn't understand how things work but she thought I, I know how to make french fries so she boiled a pot of oil and was going to put the uh, this frozen chips fries in the this boiling oil because that's what she'd seen but that caught on fire and she you know burnt her parents kitchen down basically oh, shit, no I had to, yeah, I had to call the, the fire brigade and, oh uh, yeah, and her parents were out and then they came back and the fire engines and everything were there. And oh, I think luckily they, like, they opened the lid of this bo- this boiling chip pan because they put the lid on to let it boil quicker because that's what water did, she talks about. Jesus Christ. Uh, and they opened it and there's flames. They put the lid back on <laughs> and called the fire department. <laughs> So that's why she didn't cook. <laughs> wow! Uh, yeah, is that why she went to get sweet stuff? She was just like, <laughs> yeah, no, she was like, <laughs> I cook. no Savor more oil, not <laughs> nothing with oil. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That's interesting. But then she did learn to cook, thank God, because now we have this book. Like I said, no scandal, but she seems super sweet and really, I'd really like to meet her. And like, yeah, you, know, you you get that from this book. It's very like homely, and I mean that in, yeah. a, in the British sense of the word. Because I, th- I learned re- not recently, but at some point that the word homely in like American English means like ugly and bad. Oh. Yeah. So if you say like a woman looks homely oh. that means she's ugly. <laughs> Um,
1: savage and mean. I know. Yeah.
2: But that's not what it means in no. British vernacular. It means just like nice and warm and, yeah. you know. familial. Like cosy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you think she's a bit like Mary Berry? Do you have those vibes? Would she be like... Yeah,
2: but cool.
1: Okay, cooler than Mary Berry, right? Yeah. Have you seen a picture of her? Uh, briefly, I think. Maybe I'll look her up she's, right now. She seems very cool and... Oh, she is a bit cool. Oh, yeah. She looks like those ladies that like... You know, gets a profile in Vogue
2: or something. Exactly, but super family orientated and talks about that a lot in her interviews and things like that. She specifically recently actually has been talking about her son and daughter-in-law who had lived with them during like COVID and lockdown and everything, All right. and now have a baby. Got pregnant when they were living with their parents. Ooh. <laughs> what a thing to do when you're. I mean, you know, I guess that's that. That speaks to her, like, you know. Welcome, how welcoming she is as a, as a mother-in-law that you'd want to get pregnant whilst living in your in-law's house
1: <laughs> let's hope her and her hubs were out for a walk at least <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. so yeah
2: she's just become a grandparent and she's uh thrilled about that you read a lot about what she says about where she lives She's i live in new york connecticut and paris
1: I mean, apart from Connecticut, that's all very cool. It's sixty-six percent cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, Connecticut is a bit like you know, soccer mommy. Like, yeah, like,
1: I think it's the babysitters' club. I think,
2: but I imagine it's all like massive houses and like you know, it's all just a lot full of rich New Yorkers who've moved out of the city. Um, like
1: a suburb, like
2: a I don't know. I don't, I've got no. I've literally got no idea.
1: <laughs> Let's just project all of our. Food <laughs> <on too. laughs> with a not grounded in fact
2: we hope she likes commit. she's written 13 cookbooks the latest one comes out later this year just in time for christmas it's a baking book (laughs) and it's called dory sweet salty and simple like me
1: (laughs) no comment (laughs)
2: so yeah 13 books and i i hadn't really really like honestly heard of her but what i learned is she's she's quite famous for co-authoring books so the most the the book she's most famous for is baking with julia which she wrote with julia charles oh shut up no
0: way yeah
2: which was a tv show so it accompanied the tv show that julia charles did about baking it was called baking with julia (laughs) uh and then Dory greensman wrote the book wow that yeah with Julia so they were like very good friends worked in a team so people just constantly ask Dory what it was like to work with Julia and blah 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 that's blah. Cute. it's so cool she won a James Beard award for that book she won a James Beard award for this book that we're going to talk yes. about I think she's got five total Wow! so she's a big deal she she wrote a book with Danielle Blue wow it seems to be if you're a fancy chef but you want to write a baking book mm-hmm. you know you want to talk about baking yeah you go to her she's your woman she writes for the new york times she's a columnist for the new york times so you can see her all her recipes on the new york times cooking
1: uh, site which is great that's so cool i wonder if we looked at all of her book titles if they're
2: all as um warm and fuzzy as this one i think they uh-huh. oh, are yeah. that there's another one that i literally can't remember now but yeah it was like i oh. felt like kept getting mixed up with this one it's quite similar
1: oh baking chamois.
2: Is it that one? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or
2: around my French table. Nice. I don't know what nationality my table is. Oh, you don't have a number? I've got a French table, (laughs) I've got an Italian table. (laughs) I just get them out of the cupboard, depending on on what kind of party I'm hosting.
1: (laughs) Oh, I like her. Yeah,
2: and she's like not classically trained. She's like a home baker, and I listened to this interview with her where she said that she's not a fancy baker, as in she doesn't do like decorating and whatnot. And I was like, we love yeah. that. That's you and I. Yes, we
1: really do. Yeah, that was the thing I was the worst at in Paris. I was so bad at the decorating, and I continue to be because I I often think that like really heavily decorated stuff tastes a bit shit.
2: Tastes bad. And I think there's a real trend for it at the moment like instagrammable Mm. food that then just tastes like shit but no one cares about that because you've paid eight quid for a slice of cake that looks nice i don't have any time for that in any part of my life like i don't as you'll see from my pictures on the cookbook circle i don't care what things look like (laughs) how do they
1: taste and i want to eat them like pretty quickly after (laughs) i've made them too so i don't want to style them for eight yeah just like okay got the shot now i eat you
2: Yeah, exactly. I think that's what's most important. Like, does it taste nice? Particularly with baked goods. Like, you know, when you go to a wedding and the wedding cake looks great, but tastes like shit. The worst. What a waste of everyone's money. And by everyone's, I mean yours, because I don't pay for it. But...
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. But then they also say that nobody really eats the cake, right? Nobody really cares about it. So... It's just this weird vicious circle with wedding
2: cake. Because, yeah, you're right. We had donuts that were shaped like our initials and hearts in iced in our, in our like wedding colours. How cute. How dory were they? From our hearts to yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your stomachs. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, she did not make my wedding donuts. <laughs> yeah. She just, she just, I just love her. Yeah. Like I want to be a friend. I want to read all of her books. I want to buy that book that she's bringing out for Christmas. Yes. She recently tweeted about the Ted Lasso cookies. So obviously that made me love oh. her more. Well, she she didn't. She tweeted a shortbread recipe and someone had replied saying, oh, these look like the Ted Lasso cookies. And like she retweeted it. And I was like, love that. <laughs> because Ted Lasso is just as wholesome and heartwarming as she is. But like also deep, you know, deep and interesting and like tackles interesting topics. My God, this week's Ted Lasso was exceptional anyway
1: it's clear again that apple are not paying victoria some sort of commission that. <laughs> i wish what? they were Just enter the code victoria 10
2: <laughs> <laughs> to get three months free yeah i think it's all lovely it's all like home baking there is fancy cakes like celebration occasion cakes but otherwise there's just a recipe for every other time that you'd want like this book has a whole section on breakfast which i loved and then there's cookies and then pies and just everything and it was it feels you know i've said it before i love that like american baking thing yeah and like obviously the problem and i think we'll go into this quite a lot is that it's all in fucking cups (laughs) Yeah. there's no grams to be seen not even any ounces to be seen no. it's all cups and tablespoons <laughs> hannah is furious <laughs> like just, shoulders have gone up <laughs> by her ears right. and she's like getting ready for a rant and i'm here for it
1: <laughs> look when i was at Hall in Ireland, island i came across my cups and i brought them back which was just in time to do this one and then i texted vic a picture when i was about to start baking <laughs> from this book and it was just the cups on my countertop and i was like <laughs> fucking fine then <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) fine (laughs) I'll give in I can give in to cups but sticks of butter I cannot like
2: well you physically can't what is we don't that? do that here, what is lads. That? But
1: I've never even seen what it really is in the US. Like, do they sell them in, like, sticks?
2: I, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, I oh, guess.
1: It's just who has the time for it?
2: On their, like, electric scales, which we know they don't have because every book says invest in a pair of scale.
1: Yeah, Thomas Kelly said <laughs> that we should learn how to use them.
2: Electric <laughs> scales. Yeah, so complex. Thanks, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, a stick thing when you go through the units. It's, like, yeah. ounces, pounds, <laughs> grams, milliliters, sticks. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, God. I'm forever, you know, talking to my phone. I was gonna say hey Siri there, but that just looks like I'm even more <laughs> we're even more sponsored for my apple. But we're not um you know, asking it how many grams in a stick of butter and then like trying to do the math for like one and a quarter sticks. I'm yeah, yeah. like bullshit. Very stressful.
1: Just not not the way I want to bake
2: ever. <laughs> Um, what did you think of this book? I feel like I've waxed lyrical and got excited about it, but did you like it? Tell me your thoughts.
1: I really like it, actually. I It's the kind of book that when I baked for a cafe and I would have to bake just lots of different things for the counter, I wish I'd have a book like this to hand. Like, we definitely had a few, but the range of stuff in here is huge. Because mm. you've got, like like you said, the, cook- the breakfast stuff, but then there's, like, cookies and then there's pies. And there's like tarts and turnovers and stuff like that and loaf cakes. There's like literally every kind of category that you could dream of. Yeah. And I found that everything was like quite, maybe it's the cups, but everything was quite quick and simple.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think it is the cups. Yeah, maybe. It kills me. Or maybe it's maybe it's us giving in to the cops, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But like even like I said, the only other baking book I have is sweet, but a lot of that is quite involved. You're wait, you, you know, you're preparing separate things for the bake. Yeah. Um. Whereas with this, it's generally kind of like one or two bowls, maybe for something, and like kind of wet to dry and all very just straightforward and yeah, bish bash bosh. So there's not much like waiting around or anything. All the cookies like looked. It killed me not to even just do all cookies for this because I just feel like Americans do cookies extremely, extremely well.
2: They do. We'll give you that.
1: Yeah, we'll give you guys that. I think in...
2: And barbecue.
1: (laughs) Cookies and barbecue.
2: What a dream night. What a day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's very big.
2: It's very big. Yeah,
1: but I think it's... That's good because if you had a craving for something sweet or you thought oh I want to bake this weekend you're inevitably gonna find something in here that appeals to you so uh, when I was leaving through I was just like yes 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 mm. yes, yes. want to make yeah. that. Want to make that I want to make that yeah it was great yeah I
2: have so many things marked and it's kind of seasonal so like if you did have like a glut of some kind of fruit yeah um or it you know this. She she talks about how she loves pumpkin, actually. And so there's, like, a few, like, pumpkin pie recipes. They love the um, pumpkin over there, don't they? Love yeah, we don't, we don't get the pumpkin in jars, though.
1: You can buy it sometimes around, like, Thanksgiving time.
2: Yeah, it's like £7 a jar.
1: <laughs> it's gross. I'm not going to lie. I can't get on board. I made a pumpkin pie once, and I really i struggled
2: pumpkin is not it doesn't work as best magic in a pie but pecan pie hook that shit up to my veins oh my
1: god it's so good it is the best
2: it's not in this in this book but i heard her talking about thanksgiving and someone was asking her what she you know what her thanksgiving table looks like and she talks about how she makes a pecan pie and puts like chocolate chips in it Mm. and i was like that sounds fucking great like chocolate chips make heavy you know appearance in this book there yeah they do uh, uh, so you know what about that for a transition what did you make
1: <laughs> i made two things Woo-hoo. i could have made more probably but i felt like i was all sugared up after these yeah days. yeah 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 yeah. the first thing i made i think i buggered it up a bit And I, I yeah, I'm questioning myself now because I feel like it was the first thing I made and I was a bit disappointed with it. And then I was kind of like, oh God, what else am I going to make here? But actually I think it was something I did wrong and I still haven't figured out what that was, but it was the cardamom crumb cake.
2: Ooh, Mm. I saw it. I was into it. Yeah, I love cardamom
1: and I feel like it, it cuts well through a lot of sweet stuff. It's not like overly sweet which I will say that some of the stuff in here does look a bit oh my like, God. overly sweet sometimes.
2: Like, yeah, I have things to say.
1: There's a lot of raisins and currants as well kind of mm. show up in this. Um, and I, it's not that I dislike them, but they, they're they sometimes where they don't belong, I find, in this one. Um, <laughs> and there was like some things, like there was a whole madeleine section, right? And then there was one recipe that was like fluff-filled madeleines.
2: Yeah, that's obscene. And it
1: was like that weird marshmallow fluff shit. And they were injecting them into Madeleine's like the French must be fucking weeping about
2: that. Yeah, she's like, she's not taking that one to Paris.
1: No, absolutely not. So there was, yeah, there was a lot of very sweet stuff. So all that to say, when I saw the cardamom crumb cake, I was like pretty sure that I
2: would like would that. Would you pick a cardamom bun over a cinnamon bun in a little Nordic bakehouse? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, me too, I, actually. I love them very much. Cinnamon is fine, but you know. It's a bit
1: everywhere, and it's very overpowering. Yeah. Point. But anyway, you make for this you again. It, yeah, it wasn't hugely labour intensive, but you make this kind of crumb first that scat is it gets scattered on top of the cake, and that has um, just flour, walnuts, sugar, orange zest, some espresso powder. There's some Ooh. coffee in this here as well that like makes it not too sweet and butter and you basically kind of just like rub all the dry ingredients together and then you it's almost like a crumble you you bring in the butter then and you make these kind of crumbs i thought there was maybe a little bit too much butter because it didn't hold <laughs> its shape very well when it was baked and i thought that was not great but I'm did gonna you much.
2: mismeasure your sticks Maybe, maybe (laughs) this
1: all comes down to the sticks because my problem then with the cake was, okay, it's just flour, baking powder, salt, ground cardamom, espresso powder again, sugar. She doesn't seem to like castor sugar. It's always just sugar. No, it's all
2: just sugar. Yeah, I noticed that.
1: Orange zest and then the kind of wet elements are like butter, melted and cooled, eggs, whole milk, a cup a half cup of strong coffee and vanilla extract. And basically it's just like mix all the dry ingredients together mm. pretty much. You do this step where you rub the orange zest into the sugar, which I thought was really nice because oh, that brings the flavour in there. And then basically you just like mix in the wet into the dry, but when it baked when it bake it and you sprinkle over that crumb bit and then it looked lovely, and, you know, brown food is the best, anyway, but it was like (laughs) when I ate it, it was just like quite dry. Mm. And really uninspiring, and then it it felt like maybe there wasn't enough fat in there or something. So maybe I did mismeasure the butter sticks, because... I felt like more butter. Maybe there was too much butter in the crumb and not enough butter in the actual cake batter thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I think this is the problem with, well, it's the problem with sticks. But it's like, the one of the ones I did is like, a stick plus three tablespoons. So it's like, yeah, what, ha- like the what the does hell? that mean? What like is that? At least put in ounces or something, like I can work with that, yeah. Oh, uh,
1: just, yeah, so that one was actually really disappointing. I didn't eat Aww. that much of it because it was just quite mealy and just.
2: Mm. It was a
1: nice cardamom flavor and the coffee definitely
2: came through,
1: but it, yeah, really uninspiring.
2: So, did you bake that in like a loaf tin? It's like a loaf cake or is a it?
1: square? Like... A square cake tin. Oh, okay so yeah it was yeah maybe I Mm. should just give it another go because I feel like maybe I messed it up but the second thing I made was much much better this is what I mean because that's what makes me think that I did something wrong because then the second one was great but the second thing I made was the chunky peanut butter and oatmeal chocolate chipsters
2: that was on my short list was it fucking hell they sound so good
1: talk about like Three great cookies individually.
2: Oh my God.
1: Oatmeal on its own, peanut butter on its own, chocolate on its own, chocolate chip. And then put them all together, which she pretty much says that they're just like three great cookies in one. Now this recipe makes 60 cookies, which is fucking insane. (gasps) They're big recipes. Oh, big recipes. But I think you could definitely, with this one, make the big batch and then freeze the, like, cookie balls individually and then just bake them straight from the freezer. That would be... I just (laughs) love doing that. It's just my favourite thing. If you just get, like, a craving...
2: And can you imagine that, like, late at night? Like, you're just like, oh, I just really want a sweet treat. And you've got a fucking chocolate peanut butter and oatmeal cookie yeah. in the freezer. We oh actually my God. did
1: that because I made the first, I made the, all the dough, but I just cooked off a couple of them to start. And then I left the dough in the fridge. And then like late, I think like Saturday night or something last week, Jeff and I were like, oh, let's bake some off. And then we ate them with vanilla ice cream and it was so good. Oh and my they were gosh. Warm. But anyway, the recipe, there's a lot of things going on in there. <laughs> Oats, flowers, baking soda, cinnamon, nutmeg, salt, butter, two sticks, uh, peanut butter... <laughs> Yeah, oh, so
2: 60, sixty sixty cookies is a Well, lot
1: the, here she says eight ounces, so at least she gives the measurement. Huh. She says a cup of peanut butter, and she says chunky is her choice. So I'm with you, but not
2: natural. Is this when she says like not natural? Yeah, or smooth but not natural. Yeah, I no, saw that one. Sure. I don't know if it's that recipe or another one with peanut butter. And I was like, interesting, because I would generally I wouldn't buy non-natural peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, but it must be something about the oils or something that just makes it makes them too fatty or they need the kind of industrial <laughs> processing <laughs> of skippy.
1: Yeah, yeah, she does recommend um, skippy something is her skippy super chunk is her favourite peanut butter apparently. <laughs> That's the fan name of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in school. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, a cup of peanut butter, then two types of sugar just sugar and light brown, two eggs, but vanilla extract, and then bittersweet chocolate, she says, or store bought chocolate chips.
2: So, I'm Googling Skippy Super Chunk <laughs> to
1: find out. <laughs> anyway, Carol. I my head onto the loo. <laughs> yeah. um, and yeah, it's super easy. You just, again, you beat the butter, peanut butter, sugar, brown sugar. Then you add in the eggs and the vanilla and then you put in the chocolate the dried ingredients and then you put in the chocolate chips and then you just chill the dough she says you don't even have to but i always think you should chill the cookie dough i agree um it's very important but yeah really good i yeah, think you could almost good. put a tiny bit more peanut butter in there or if you wanted to be really extra maybe some like salted peanuts chopped finely and put on top oh yeah because that was probably the flavor that came through the least just great just a really 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 great cookie held its shape really well it was quite chunky she just says to take like tablespoons of the dough roll them into balls you're not like measuring them or anything put them on the tray and you kind of press them down with the palm of your hand and it yeah they were just great i did sprinkle a little bit of salt yeah. on top i was gonna
2: say did you have to do that yeah. but I, I would have done as well like because you just you need it. Want it yeah you have to have that so yeah if samin nosrat taught us anything <laughs> salt everything put salt yeah. on everything <laughs> um she recommends
1: using them as maybe like the the sandwich cookies for an ice cream sandwich which would be oh my god amazing but yeah these are great great cookies i really hope we can find the recipe and put them on the website because everyone should make them if you're into cookies
2: you're gonna like these. Who who isn't into cookies? I feel like also there's a lot of that in here. Like all of the cookies are just like, that's great, that's great. Would make that, would eat that. Yeah, I was
1: really torn between the chocolate molded Whopper drops ones as well. Did you see them?
2: I made (laughs) those. And I'm like, yeah. I did wonder if we might make something the same because there were so many of these like big flavors I know that we both love and like that we couldn't resist. Oh my God. I'm so glad you made them though,
1: because I really wanted to. I was so close. Did you just. Anyway. Yeah. Tell me about them. We'll talk about it. But <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Nope, that's me. That's all that I made. So we're ready to hear about you now. We're ready Yay. for the victorious section.
2: Ready to hear about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll take over. Should I talk about the Whopper cookies first, since we just mentioned them? Yeah, and
1: I really want to hear about them.
2: Yeah. So they're called chocolate malted Whopper drops. Yes. Right. And I was like, what, "Weird, does she mean Whopper like big?" But what I found out is that Whopper is what we would call a Malteser.
0: Oh, I think that's a name
2: of like a brand of candy right. or chocolate yes. that we would call a Malteser, like a more like a ball What's of malt. A, yeah, a ball of Stuff,
1: <laughs> ball of malt. But is there another bad name there? Eh? <laughs>
2: Ball of malt. It's my wedding band. (laughs) And they look... It's a bit like those ones you made, the peanut butter and oatmeal and chocolate cookies that you're just reading through the recipe and reading through the ingredients. It's like, fucking hell, it's going to be so good. Yeah. So it's like flour... Malted milk powder or Ovaltine.
1: Don't you feel like such
2: a nana buying that in the shop? <laughs> Let me tell you, who knows how expensive fucking Ovaltine is. Oh, it was like it was four pound for a <gasps> jar. But I, w- I, was wondering actually, like, I w- when I was buying it, like, oh, is there no Ovaltine like ripoff brands? But apparently, yeah, no. sir, so. because there's no Malteser ripoff brands, right? You don't get no. own brand Maltesers, and I don't want to know about them if they do. Maltesers deserve <laughs> all the credit there. What, what a great, great. my secret shame is i don't really like
0: maltesers (gasps) don't you
2: yeah no i know and i don't know why i just don't they're not they're not i would never choose them as a treat don't feel excited about them what i do love is a malteser like bunny or reindeer at christmas with that like i don't even know what it is like the goo in the middle of it (laughs) like fucking hell like that's a shell to my bit
1: but what appealed to you about the recipe then if the, you didn't really like Maltesers because that was the big draw for me
2: it was so, I feel like it's just so bold right. it's got Maltesers yeah. whole Maltesers and chocolate chips in True. Yeah. and it's a chocolate cookie yeah, yeah. with malt yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. is some big dick energy in a cookie <laughs> 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 like very simple kind of recipe like easy to do so she says to use uh, a mixer it's a, yeah it was interesting so you cream the no you don't cream you beat she talks about how you don't for cookies you shouldn't cream mm. the butter and sugar too much because you don't want that much air in them because you don't want them to puff up too much mm. so you beat sugar and butter then you add the eggs mm-hmm. and then you add half of the dry mix which is the flour the ovateen and cocoa powder <laughs> wow and i think a little bit of salt you add half of that then add some milk some whole milk okay and then add the other half of that and when you when you've made that she says oh it should look like frosting like chocolate fudge frosting and it does like wow. it doesn't look like any other like cookie dough i've ever made it's i wish i'd taken a photo of it actually it does it looks exactly like huh. um like a creamy yeah. frosting
1: yeah i would have thought then it would have difficulty holding its shape
2: But no? Well, you don't really... I think that's why they're called drops, right? Because you kind of just put them... So then you add the chocolate chips and the Maltesers. Right. So you need two cups of Maltesers, which is two, like two sharing bags. Whoa of yeah I, I'm glad I bought two I almost couldn't find teasers. Oh, we're having supply chain issues here and I had everything else for this recipe and there was no teasers in Waitrose I went to another shop and there was no Maltesers and finally I found them I was like what if I can't find fucking Maltesers <laughs> How often,
1: that happens to me all the time for the podcast actually I decide on a recipe and then I go and I get all of the things and then uh, the main core thing I'll not be able to find and <laughs> yeah. I have to traipse around shops for it <sighs> london
2: eh london eh? um <laughs> <laughs> brexit what about that um thanks Tories. <laughs> it says it's supposed to make 30 cookies so it's another big recipe yeah. like they're all quite big recipes so yeah so you have this like kind of whipped up dough and you literally just kind of drop tablespoon size things onto a baking tray right. um and th- i mean they look quite big in the picture and i kept them fairly big so you couldn't do that much because you need to leave two inches between them so like There was a lot of batches going on. I burnt one batch pretty badly because I forgot about them while I was eating dinner. But that's fine because nobody needs this many cookies. No, exactly (laughs) of this type. Yeah, and so you kind of you bake them (laughs) for uh, about twelve minutes. You have to like turn them halfway through, and they're supposed to come out like she says it should be soft to the touch but set okay i mean cookies i find i've said this before i find them hard i love them Mm. i love making them i love it when you get it right but i find them hard to make because they go one way or another right they go too chewy it's soft or too hard but these you can tell anywhere they're going to be kind of cakey yeah and so it felt easier to kind of take them out what you know when she said yeah they're great they are they feel like quite decadent obviously because they're big and they've got all these like chunks in them and they've got fucking maltesers in them which some of them stay like whole yeah some of them got broken up because i just i threw them in the mixer yeah the, in the picture they are served with ice cream and i think that that would be great yes. like warm a couple up put them in a bowl with ice cream like a brownie they yeah. kind of brownie tasting yeah, yeah, yeah and you really do like yeah get that and then they don't i thought they're gonna be super sweet but i think because there's not that much sugar in there yeah that's a good shout on her part Yeah, there's only two-thirds of a cup compared to one and three-quarters cups of uh, flour. So it's not that much sugar. And you've got, like, she says use unsweetened cocoa powder. So you're getting all your kind of sweetness from the chunks, so it's not too much
1: do they keep well because i feel like softer cookies sometimes don't keep as well do you know what i mean then the next day they're a bit stale tasting or something
2: no i had so i only made them last night but i had one today and they tasted good they're good um and
1: so did mine actually i like three days later even they were still quite good oh nice
2: yeah love them again i hope that we can find this recipe because i feel like it would be a hit with people because again it's easy she says you need the Kitchenaid mixer but you don't you could do it by hand or with like a hand whisk i think. Because only to, like, really only to beat the sugar and butter. Yeah, it
1: was the same with mine, actually. I didn't mention that. But I don't have a KitchenAid or anything like it. So I just used my really retro little whisk thing with the two yeah. whisks. And that worked fine, as it does. Because there was, there was some stuff in here, like, um, that really needed the KitchenAid for, like, doughs and stuff like that, which I steer clear of. But, yeah, I think you could fudge it with a whisky
2: thing. Fudge it. Excuse the pun. Ha-ha. haha. Yeah, they were big, big hit in this household, too. So... The second thing I made, so I did the oatmeal breakfast bread. Oh, yeah, Hi. yeah, I know. Because right, I love. Oh, I've got a lot of oats, as we know. <laughs> I've got the my house got a lot of oats in it. Um, that's not a euphemism. And I love that, like oaty. You know, we talked about it when I did cookies. Yeah. I love anything that's kind of autumnal sounding, tasting, smelling. Because I'm a basic fucking bitch, yeah. and like. I love that shit. Yeah. Anything that's like slightly resembles a hot cross bun, I'm I'm here for it.
1: Yes, like the gently spiced kind of warming. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So this
2: has got cinnam- shitloads of cinnamon in actually, <laughs> nutmeg and cloves. Mm. So I was like, yeah, fine, let's do it. So, But it's called a bread. It's not a bread. It's a cake. Okay. It's a fucking cake.
1: What kind of tin do you bake it in?
2: <laughs> a loaf tin. <laughs> okay. And I think that maybe this recipe has your entire sugar allowance for like a month. That's the thing about oat stuff, right? People think, oh, there's
1: oats (laughs) in it, it's grand, it's not that sweet, it's kind of healthy. And then usually the sugar content is like completely negates that.
2: Yeah, it's obscene. Like, and I I think that people maybe think you need to put extra sugar in because it's got oats in it to make it taste nice. But like, so it has like a topping on it, a bit like your like crumb you're talking about. The topping has brown sugar, a shitload of brown sugar and cinnamon and then in the actual dough there's sugar more sugar dried fruit you can ah, choose okay. what and the most American of ingredients apple sauce <gasps>
0: oh Way. yeah
2: so i think that's like that's why it's like a breakfast thing because it's it's got like it's got fruit in it but it and oats like it's basically porridge but baked but it's not she says to use unsweetened applesauce we don't have applesauce yeah, here like in even- the same way yeah well, I just use apple so it's we use it as a condiment, right, for meat. Yeah. So I just bought that. I tried to find like an apple puree, which is what the internet said was good, like almost like for babies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I couldn't find any of that, so it just went for applesauce. So it wasn't unsweetened, but I did look for the least sugar content and I didn't add as much as it says. It's one and a quarter cups so you're supposed to add and I added probably just a cup because I know how, there's a lot of sugar in this. And I was like, I'm going to hate it if it's too sweet. Why do they love applesauce so much in the States? I don't know. I don't know either.
1: Anyway, anyway, sorry. Back to the recipe.
2: Anyway, so it's similar to your, you, what you said, you do all the dry ingredients, you do all the wet ingredients, and then you add them together. It's got milk in it as well. I guess that's that helps with the oats and the moisture. You've got like, you can choose your dried fruit. I, I chose plump raisins. As she suggests.
1: As opposed to what? Skinny raisins? <laughs> yeah. Supermodel raisins,
2: just not right. <laughs> not uh, yeah, I shelled out for Fancy Pants Witchers uh, fancy plump raisins. And they did work out. But you then, you kind of, you put some of the dry ingredients mix on the raisins so that they, I guess, so they don't sink, all sink to the yeah. bottom. So they go in last. Yes, yeah, oats. And then it's just like a normal batter. And then it's got uh, baking powder, obviously. <sighs> Shut up. It's got. <laughs> it's got cinnamon it's got grated nutmeg it's got ground cloves nice. and then the, and the apple sauce so it's like got those very like autumnal yeah. flavors and then you put those into the loaf tin and then you've made this like topping yeah. which is like a quarter of a cup of light brown sugar that's a lot of sugar for a topping for a loaf yeah. mixed with walnuts or pecans Ah,
1: and you went pecans baby. i chose pecans
2: <laughs> and some cinnamon so that makes like a little topping yeah. and it's a lot of topping and there's a lot of sugar and i get what she's trying to do like goes into like a crust yeah but i didn't put as much i didn't put it all on mm. because i was realizing how fucking sweet this was going to be yeah, yeah um and i don't really like that like brown sugar crust thing yeah, yeah like
1: a lot of it crumbles away anyway
2: yeah my sadness though is that because i didn't use all that sugar my pecans kind of burned gotcha. on top yeah, yeah. so sorry for the picture and sorry for my wallet which i burned a lot <laughs> of pecans but you shove it in the oven for like an hour mm. and then it comes out and it's like a lovely loaf cake smells amazing it's really it is really nice it's you can not eat that for fucking breakfast though because she'd be high as a kite <laughs> <laughs> i think like i said it serves the same purpose as like a, a hot cross bun like afternoon snack yes um i had it warm up the oven yesterday and it was lovely and then today i kind of i sliced myself off a piece and toasted it and like obviously put some peanut butter on it because that's the kind of girl I am. Yes. And that was great. It was really Super nice.
1: Skippy chunk? <laughs> skibre, skibre chunk. Skippy, skippy chunk. Skippy, chunky. Chunky, skips, chunky. <laughs> um,
2: now I only buy natural peanut butter, so.
1: <laughs> you Dory diverge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of thing I would be tempted to put a load of butter on.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine if that's what you're into. It yeah, would be, yeah, it yeah. would, that would like counteract the sweetness. It yeah. um, could quite easily knock that up in an afternoon um, yes and I wouldn't if I made it up again <laughs> what i
1: like, thinking of like Dory's son and his wife It <laughs> probably get easily knocked up in
2: the afternoon well. <laughs> sorry
1: wow mine's in the gutter
2: yeah it is yeah um anyway yes you could knock it up in an afternoon and Yeah, wouldn't put the topping on it if i did it again but i think do you know i think that would be nice on top of it like dried like apple rounds or something you know like something that's not sugar um and maybe yeah again if you could get like unsweetened apple sauce um but really nice
1: anything that you wanted to make
2: so much stuff i really love this book yeah i i'm gonna come back to it i think a lot so my main like Two bake things are obviously those cookies that you made
1: yeah you should make them they're great yeah you should i should i must oh i loved all the brioche stuff (gasps) the pecan honey something sticky buns oh my god they looked incredible but that was one of the things that needed um a kitchen aid and i just don't have one it's a brioche dough and you just can't make that without a mixer yeah
2: and you need two days to do a brioche right like i often don't have two days the raisin squirrel bread i feel like you've it made your feelings known about raisins, but I <laughs> love them. They're, they're fine <laughs> And this sometimes. looks great.
1: Yeah. Anything. there was a lot of peanut content in here, and I was happy about that. There was a caramel peanut topped brownie cake, which I felt like yeah. would send you into cardiac arrest probably, but I could live with that. <laughs>
2: and then my other thing oh, there was a tart tartan which i really appreciated because i love tart tartan mm. but also appreciate it because she says to use frozen puff pastry for it yeah, yeah. and like she i've got said. a lot of respect for that yeah um but the thing oh, oh there's so much stuff I'm like the thing i think the thing um there's like a cranberry upside down cake <gasps> yes that looks so good That's on my list too yeah and i think when cranberries come into to because you need fresh cranberries yeah um when Cranberry's coming to season, I would definitely think about making that because it just, I love that.
1: Yeah. And it looks so beautiful and colourful and everything. Yeah. My one thing that I kind of want to see more of from her are like savoury bakes. Because I think yeah. she, would, she would be great at them, right? Like, so there's the savoury corn and pepper and muffins. Yeah.
2: Which I, I, was I thought maybe about going to But
1: like the first thing that I thought when I opened this was like, there has to be a cornbread recipe in here, right? Or like corn muffins or something. And they there were, but they were all, they were really sweet. They had loads of sugar mm. in. Yeah.
2: If you go on the New York Times cooking yeah. site and or app, there's so much good stuff there. Like she.
1: Yeah. She, I think there's some stuff on Food 52 as well. Oh, nice. But yeah, she's great. Love Dory.
2: She's great. Shall we rate? <laughs> Look at that segway (laughs) let's let's rate someone buy me a segway
1: (laughs) so to remind you if this is your first time with us god help you We rate every book out of our very sophisticated rating system, That I still have to look at the document to remember what the five criteria
2: are. I know. What you don't know is Hannah is like stalling with her chat right now so she can get the document off I to see what her knows <laughs> 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 them off by hand, no, I do so- <laughs> That's because I'm a goody two-shoes. <laughs>
1: off. So we rate out of five things. These are usability and accessibility. That's one. <laughs> ingredients used. <laughs> um, are these ingredients that are easy to find and, or that you might have to hand? Aesthetics. How it looks. You know that. Veggie friendliness. You know and that. <laughs> and in- <laughs> inspirability. And for each chef or book, we change the rating self based on them or something that's really common throughout the book so for dory greenspan from baking from my home to yours <laughs> we're going to rate out of sticks of, butter. sticks of butter
2: butter you said that like an irish brother. butter <laughs> i just want to match your vibe you know
1: so victoria how many mm. sticks of butter would you give
2: if i was to give half do i have to give that in tablespoons? yeah <laughs>
1: fuck knows how many
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i am here trying to get a fucking maths degree just trying to figure out it literally that literally happened when i was trying to make that um the the cookies
1: so ridiculous so so
2: i'm going in big oh and dory greenspan gets five sticks of butter for me out of five
1: shit the bed
2: I know, I I just, I really like this book. So usability and accessibility, like we said, the recipes that we made at least have been really quick. They yeah. felt quite easy, quite simple. There are harder ones in there. Of
1: course we steered clear of them. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're dedicated to our craft.
1: We work really hard.
2: Simple, easy. Ingredients used, yes, all fine. Apart from obviously sticks of butter and uh, apple sauce. <laughs> but there's ways round... So I didn't, I didn't see anything that I couldn't yeah. find. Aesthetics, yes, there's lots of pictures and I really appreciate that. There's not a picture for all of them. I've been trying to decide whether I want to eat the, the cake on the front of the book or not. I don't think I do. <laughs> it's like a black and white cake. It looks like too, I would hate it to it be too creamy. Oh, chocolate cake in general, just there's more to life. <laughs> wow, what a take. <laughs> yes, it's veggie friendly. And yes, as you can tell, I am i am inspired by it i want to go back to it and cook i'm excited to i feel like it's going to get a lot of use in my house so it gets the big five from me wow what about you
1: interestingly i don't think that there has been a more veggie friendly book there's not a single <laughs> yeah. mention of meat there's no gelatin or anything yeah that i saw anyway maybe there is somewhere but yeah it has to get a point for that
2: it's not vegan friendly so no. there's a lot of eggs a
1: lot of butter that would be interesting if Jory ever did a vegan book, a vegan baking book, because I feel like, yeah, vegan baking is still so in its infancy. No. I am going to give this four and a half sticks Ooh. of butter out of five.
2: Four sticks and five tablespoons or <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Four
1: sticks and a, you know, promise. <laughs> <laughs> promise. <laughs> I agree with everything that you said, apart from, I'm talking off half a point for aesthetics. Wow. Well, it's fine. It's nice. But like, I feel like that cover shot could have been better. Do you know what it is? It's that it's not... The cover and everything is probably not fair to the quality of the recipe. Yeah. If I saw this on a shelf in a bookshop, I'd be like, no, I'm okay, thanks. But actually, when you open it up, there's loads of really good stuff in there. So I just don't think it's doing it. So just...
2: I would counter that with... Hit me. I agree. But it's difficult to make a cookie look good for a front cover or a brownie or yeah. you know i find that with like taking my photos of the cookies like it's true. how do you how do you style them yeah, um no. but you know I, I appreciate and respect your decision
1: thank you i appreciate you. i appreciate you so next time
2: you. next time
1: next time is the our cookbook la- circle. <laughs> <laughs> thank you law and order as for you <laughs> next time is our last book of the season
2: I know, I feel quite emotional and sad about it. But
1: not our last episode, don't worry. We will treat you to a wrap-up episode that we have no idea what the contents (laughs) of that look like.
2: (laughs) Don't say that. We're very organised. We plan these things months Months and months in in advance. advance. I already have the book (laughs) for next time. I've already cooked stuff from it. (laughs) She does in my eyes.
1: (laughs) No. The next book, which I think we've purposefully left until the last book because it's a really well-regarded well-loved classic that comes up again and again and again and it's marcella Hazan, the essentials of classic italian cooking Woo. Ooh. i'm so excited for this i feel like for for all the lists that we've done of these very you know talked about books we haven't done much italian actually
2: um what about jamie oliver <laughs> he has a whole pasta section
1: <laughs> that I ignored because I thought he was telling me to make, to make it from scratch. But yeah, it's been so dominated by, you know, the French, that we've we've missed out the Italians and they're kind of a big deal.
2: Yeah, they fucking are. They're carrying this this continent, if you ask me, yeah. in terms of food. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I think you're right. We've not done enough. There's not been an opportunity to do enough Italian food. Yeah.
1: No, and it's like my ultimate comfort food, like pizza, pasta, yeah. like everything. It's just, oh the
2: best i won't make the pasta obviously i'm not gonna
1: make the pasta for sure. <laughs> but from what i've seen of the book she is very forgiving of that she she's not asking you to make the pasta um jamie wasn't doing that either
2: <laughs> i just read what i wanted to There. yay so yeah that's our last book yeah of this season yeah of the cookbook circle which is crazy It'll we our 19th book oh my god um, yeah I don't think we,
1: I never thought we'd get this far. (laughs) I I can't believe it. I want to thank my
2: family. (laughs) I want to thank Dory. (laughs) I want to thank Dory.
1: Go buy it if you can. It's not the cheapest book, but keep an eye out for it secondhand, maybe.
2: Also, I think probably at this point, a lot of these recipes are online. So we'll we'll find the ones we did. And then if we, yeah, if I guess if you Google her, then a lot of her recipes are online. And that's great.
1: And she's great. And you're all great. Thank you for
2: listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You're all great. We love we you.
1: We love you. Two more episodes Bye. left, gang. Bye. Bye.
2: much for listening to this episode of the cookbook circle don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and if you've enjoyed it please leave us a review as it helps others to find us you can see how the recipes from this episode turned out on our instagram at cookbook circle and if you make anything from the books we talk about please don't forget to tag us see you next time Bye. bye
1: planning for your next trip